0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Movie Thoughts. I am Dominic Tartamella. This is the podcast where I, I don't know, I just rant and rave with uh, what I think of movies. It could be new movies, it could be old movies. And today we're doing a new movie. So, spooky season is pretty much upon us. I mean, it's early September now, so we're getting into that fall mindset, even though I don't think fall is until the end of the month, officially. But we're getting in that Halloween mood. Now, I'm somebody who watches horror movies pretty much the whole year, but I appreciate when horror movies do come out this time of year, especially in the month of October. Now, this one is a little bit early, <laughs> so uh we're in September and we're getting Barbarian, the movie that is just hitting theaters this week. I was lucky enough uh, to get an early screening to this film, which comes out this Friday, I believe, if today is the, the uh, Tuesday, September 6th. So I just saw this movie, <sighs> and holy fucker, I don't know where to start with this movie. I This is a movie that I will say, watching it as blind as possible, and watching it with No idea where it's going, I think, is the best way to take in this movie. So I'm not going to talk spoilers immediately. I'm just going to kind of get some preliminary stuff out of the way for those who don't know what this movie is. Now, there's been pretty much one main trailer I've been seeing for this movie, and um, it's a few minutes long. It doesn't really give much away. The basic plot is that a woman... Uh, goes to stay stay at an a, uh, an Airbnb that she booked, and she finds a man already there, saying that essentially he double booked it. It uh, not him, but it's been double booked. They she decides that okay, the best thing to do because it's a rainy, spooky night is to stay over. And something's going on. Uh, we don't know by the trailers. We don't know what's going on now. <laughs> this movie is directed by Zach Kreger, who I've never heard of before, and he does a fine job directing it. It's starring Bill Skarsgård, who most would know as Pennywise the Dancing Clown in the recent It movies. Uh, It also stars Georgiana Campbell, um, who I recognize... I'm going to double-check. Yes, she was in an episode of Black Mirror. So... I don't know what else she's in, but I like this actress in the Black Mirror episode. I remember her face. And she's good. And she's good in this. And Justin Long is the other notable star of this movie. There's a few other cast members, but maybe that'll be in the spoilers. Uh, but listen, if we're going to talk spoiler-free for a little bit, I liked all three of these cast members. Obviously, Skarsgård. Like the guy in pretty much everything I've seen him in. Uh, Obviously, it was... He was great as Pennywise to fill the shoes that Tim Curry once filled. He did a great job there. And he does a good job in this movie. Um, Justin Long obviously brings a lot of comic relief to roles. And this film is no different. I'm not going to get into exactly what goes down. And our main protagonist, Tess, played by Georgiana Campbell... Also good, um, plays, <laughs> yet again, trying not to spoil anything uh, yet. Now, going into this movie, like I said, blind is probably the best way. I was blind. All I saw was the trailers. Uh, from what I read, uh, the brief things I read, they recommended also. Going in, <laughs> knowing as little as possible. Uh, so, you have these two characters Yet again, there is some kind of overbooking or double booking. they're staying they decide to stay together in this house in Detroit and there's something going on here folks i I don't know where to start as far as with, with no spoilers, so I will say the first half of this movie I enjoyed. I will a hundred percent say. I enjoyed the first half of this movie. And the reason I'm specifically saying that is because I don't know how I feel yet until this sits with me for a little while about how I feel the rest of the movie's turns. The turns it took, I I don't... They got to sit with me for a little bit. But as far as the first half, it works well. You're introduced to these characters. There's obviously something darker going on here and once it gets going we kind of stop there and go to a different storyline and obviously when I delve into spoilers I'll get specific with that but in my opinion right when uh, the movie was getting it's most intriguing they kind of pull away and go in a different direction And there's some humor there. And then it kind of obviously circles back around. And then later in the movie, a little bit later, it goes in a different direction yet again. So, in a way, uh, I don't know if a lot of people are going to feel this way, but in a way I felt like I was maybe watching one movie, then another movie, and then when it goes into its other aspects which is a flashback i'll tell you that it feels yet again like a different movie um it also made me feel like the first half of this movie was its own little self-contained thing like i i could have it could have stopped there and been like a short film and i don't know if maybe that's the idea grew out of perhaps but yeah. This this movie is before I get into the full on spoilers, batshit crazy. Really what I was expecting, you know, you obviously you go into movies like this when there's not a lot of, you know, uh storyline given away in the advertisements, you go into movies like this and you're kinda like, What is this gonna be? You know, you start having your own expectations, you start making up the story in your head a little bit, and Never in my wildest dreams did I think this was going to be the movie I got based upon those trailers. Because it's a pretty simplistic story. At least the setup is in the trailer. And obviously, there's a lot more to this movie. Um, So yeah, I just want to give one more um, warning before I get into spoilers. Usually when I talk about movies lately, I just jump right into it. But... I want to stress that if you want to go into this, stop listening to this podcast right now. I will give you my opinion, and I will say that I think it's worth seeing. Even though I'm not completely sure how I feel about this movie, it's it's wild, and it takes a lot of fucking wild turns. I think it's worth seeing. I think it's worth seeing with a bunch of friends, I went with my fiance, we were kind of squirming in our chair and flipping out a little bit here and there, so I think it is a fun, you know, communal experience, and the theater seemed to have fun with it, I don't know how they felt about it overall, but, all right, let's fucking get into it though, so, without any further ado, let's talk about this movie and the spoilers that occur. So basically our two characters meet in this uh, serendipitous way and they're trying to figure out what happened, right? So it got double booked, whatever, and one thing leads to another. One of our characters finds this mysterious cellar down in the basement and there's a room with a camera. And already you're starting to kind of figure out, all right, is this they're playing a little game. They're trying to say, is is Bill Skarsgard is fucking Pennywise? Did he set this up? Is he responsible for having the camera? But there's a certain aspect of it that looks like it's dated, so you're questioning it, and he seems like he's trying to be innocent. But he played fucking Pennywise, so he's got those eyes, you know? So until the last minute of what you figure out is going on you're questioning. They keep you on the edge of your seat trying to say, hmm, is this guy bad? I remember going in, I kind of felt like, I don't think it's going to be bad because I think it's going to be too easy that he's bad and he's the villain. And I was right about that. He isn't the villain. But right at the moment when you think it's going to be revealed that he is up to no good, some fucking naked chick runs out, some demon-looking creature, and starts smashing his head up against the floor in this underground lair uh it's later revealed that this girl has been is is a child of a of a serial killer, a serial rapist who raped and raped other women and whatever the fuck he did but so she's locked in this cellar and then it gets really batshit crazy, all right? It gets really batshit crazy because then when we go and so now earlier I talked about how Justin Long is the comedic kind of relief and I talked about how this movie felt a little bit like two different movies or sometimes three different movies. When we get to this moment where the – I don't know what you want to call it, a monster or whatever the hell she is. At that first glance, you think maybe she's a monster but she ends up being just kind of like a mutated woman or – but when we first get to that point where she does appear, the, the first act of this movie ends right there. And we close a door on it. And it almost felt like, I said before, like it almost felt like that was its own little short film. The relationship that uh, Georgina Campbell's character and Bill Skarsgård's character had, that was almost their little movie. And it ended right there. And then we pick up with Justin Long And then that's when a lot of the comedic kind of elements come in. I did find a lot of his dialogue, especially when he's on the phone with his uh, agents or whoever, I found it funny, you know, where he's getting, you know, charged with some kind of sexual assault and he gets fired because obviously this shit happens all the time nowadays. And I think Justin Long really plays it in a humorous way. It obviously takes a darker turn later. But it just... Felt a little strange, you know, to jump from that moment to this moment with a new character. Now, at this point, I want to say, running time wise, we were probably about a half hour in, and we jumped to this new character and start introducing his shit and throwing a lot of stuff at the audience. You know, how'd he get into the situation? Who he is? Then you find out that he owns the house. That is being rented out and we obviously follow him back to this house because now he's having financial problems. He's going to check out how the house is. And then we get him essentially into the cellar and I think at that point it jumps yet again to a flashback. So now this is that third movie kind of feeling where uh, we have this man played by Richard Brake. And he is in the 80s and it's revealed that he's some kind of killer, kidnapper. He's fucking dressing up as a fucking, uh, you know, home dude and going in and opening girls' windows and going back later and doing whatever he needs to do with them. The movie kind of, I don't don't want to say it's sloppy, uh, but it kind of goes all over the place. You know, it starts to get really chaotic and you can see that. The writer was just fucking having a field day. Obviously this uh, you know, motherly monster is is trying to, you know, feed the girl and the guy. <laughs> I don't I don't know, sitting there and watching this happen. It was it was very strange because I, I my mind kept going back to the trailers and how really basic they are and how they didn't show much of anything. And at that point, You know, when when all that shit starts happening, the movie really goes in a different direction. Whereas, like, I could say, as I said earlier, 100% that I enjoyed the first half of this movie. Because it was suspenseful, there was a lot of build-up, the mystery. But once it got to that halfway point, and not anything against Justin Long. I actually happen to like Justin Long a lot. But once it got to that point where he was introduced and then this other stuff started getting introduced it started becoming a very different movie to me um i was still intrigued by it i don't really think I, I i didn't find myself you know getting bored throughout the movie but it definitely takes a fucking you know 180 and goes in this this wild direction now i was expecting like some kind of monster To be living under this house and, uh, you know, of a supernatural element. And that's what I thought initially was going on. I didn't know what the fuck. When that first reveal of the woman when she runs out, I mean, I think everybody in the theater jumped because nobody knew what the fuck was going on. (laughs) And then it kind of goes to black and then we get Justin Long's thing. But I was expecting more of a traditional monster. I just, I'm so, you know, this, this movie, yet again... Uh, you know if you obviously if you're listening still I've spoiled the movie for you but like if you are talking to people if you've seen the movie and you're listening to this and you like advise people to go in blind because I think it it needs to be watched like that I don't think it would have been as fun having known all the twists and turns that were going to happen throughout this film Uh, but yeah there's definitely a cool like 80s like synth score in uh, a few of the scenes, that really brings me back to that 80s horror. But I, yeah, I, I can't really tell you what I thought of this movie 100%. I really don't know. I, I don't know if I if I loved it. I, I definitely liked it for the most part. And it it, it kind of caught me off guard and, and did some wild shit. But I don't know if it'd be something... i got to see how it sits the next few days. If it would be something that I want to watch again... Or, uh, you know, revisit at some point. I would recommend people to go see it and come to their own conclusion about how they feel about it. I'm a little bit like, I don't know, sometimes I watch a movie like this and because it's so, like, there's so much shocking shit going on. As far as, you know, the whole motherly thing and how it's out of nowhere and the fucking breastfeeding and the feeding with the bottle. And the, the I, you see a movie like this sometimes and like I, I feel like is it kind of a cop out? Is it kind of like a cheap thrills kind of thing where like make the audience squirm and that's the way to get your you know, point across? That's the way to make your horror effective? I don't know. So I'm a little old-fashioned with my horror where, like, obviously there's, you know, gross-out things that have happened in the past. Obviously when, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, shocked people back in the day and that was kind of the same thing. But now we've reached a point where, like, what's the next thing? Because now it's all been done. So, like, at times I do feel that some horror like this is a little bit, like, I get the cheap vibes. I get the, like, really – like I sit there scratching my head, and as much as like I'm laughing and enjoying it, I'm kind of going like, ah, does it really have to be this ridiculous? I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. I was. I was ready for the ride, but then like being thrown into it, I kind of didn't know how I felt. Um, the backstory on the uh, killer, um, played by Richard Brake. I mean, like I, I wish there was a little bit more. They give you the bare minimum. As far as like what went down. And it's kind of left in your hands. In your mind rather. To connect the dots. And kind of assume what has happened. Obviously he used to be a killer. And he used to kill and rape girls. in the basement and the cellar. And record it. And this is uh, some kind of offspring. It's filled in by the hobo. And the plot. And all that shit. And there's enough there. you to figure it out but I I wish maybe there was a little bit more of that backstory because I felt like they were going somewhere I felt like there was something interesting too with the 80s setting they could have did a little bit more with that it reminded me a little bit as far as like recent horror movies it reminded me a little bit of that movie X which I didn't really love too much myself but some of the elements in there with the the shocking nature of the murderer and the way they were killing people and their storyline kind of reminded me of some of the shit that went down in this film. Now, will I watch this movie again? I don't I don't know. I mean, is it a one and done for me? I can't really tell yet. I got to I got to give it a couple days. It's just sometimes your expectations get the best of you and you're you're thinking what the movie's going to be in your head. I think I did this a little bit with Nope. As well, where the expectations, you know, you get in your side of your head and you start thinking, all right, what is this? And then you kind of want to see that movie. So I try not to like hold that up to a movie when I'm trying to, you know, see if I liked it or review it or whatever. I try to like separate my expectation, my film in my head from what we actually got. So it was completely different from what we got. Uh, I definitely was expecting more of a supernatural kind of monster element, something like that. So to be completely mind-fucked by what what actually went on in this movie. And it was kind of like you're sitting there going, and I know that obviously that's the point of the movie too. You're sitting there going like, really? What the fuck? But uh, some of that sometimes takes me out of it too because it's so ridiculous. I mean, it is funny. There's definitely a lot of funny elements in this movie. And like I said, Justin Long brings a lot of that humor to the table and does a good job. He's just a likable guy. I mean, Justin Long, I don't think, gets the respect he deserves. He's he's perfect in a role like this, though. He comes in and he kind of steals the show and he gives you some laughs. And he's a funny character to see in this situation. I also thought it was funny, like... As I said before, it feels like two different movies, like the first part, very dark, you know, ominous, this build up of these two characters. And then when he comes in and like he realizes there's this whole fucking underground thing under his house, the first thing he thinks of is like how he's going to profit off this. And he starts going around with a tape measure and tape. I thought all that worked well. It was funny, but it also was like, what movie am I watching? Am I still watching the same movie? and then the 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 like i keep saying it but the breastfeeding thing i don't know what the fuck at that point you're you're kind of like re- just like repulsed like ugh i'm going to throw up everywhere that that's the kind of shit that makes me sick in a horror movie i'm not really bothered by gore although at the end of the day there really isn't a lot of gore in this movie obviously um uh, Skarsgard meets his end violently with his head getting smashed in and then towards the end of the movie, Justin Long gets his eyes fucking, that whole fucking eye thing is gross too, but it could have had a little bit more gore as far as a horror movie, but I guess an enjoyable horror movie that I, I would recommend to people just to get a fucking rise out of them. Honestly, if, even though I don't know how I feel completely about this movie, I'll recommend it to people because it's a fun theater experience. Like I said, I think the more people you go with, the more you'll enjoy it. Um, and if the theater is packed everybody will enjoy it together it's good to have theaters back this is a perfect example of a movie to see in theaters like it or not you'll be fucking surprised and everybody in the fucking audience will be scratching their head like what, what am I watching I found myself doing that a lot what the fuck am I watching what is going on why is this happening <laughs> and what, where, how did the movie become this how did it like, get again How did this trailer that I saw become this movie? Because it's completely different. But yeah, if you check out the movie, let me know what you think. Um, Check me out, Dom Solo Reels on Instagram and TikTok. And Genuine Reels on Twitter. And yeah, check out the other podcast if you got any recommendations or something like that. Shoot me a message. But yeah, we're rolling them out. We're making more and more. Trying to figure out what movies to do next. I'm gonna do some older movies. I'm gonna jump around a little bit. Some movies that recently came out that I I didn't get a chance to really delve into, such as Top Gun Maverick and Nope. I want to jump into those at some point. Maybe even Minions Rise of Gru. Why not? Who doesn't like the Minions, right? Fuck it. That's a good palate uh you know cleanser after watching a movie like Barbarian where I feel all dirty and I want to hose myself down with a with a fucking fire hose. So yeah, so check out the other podcast, check me out on my social, and we will talk soon. Ladies and gents, good night.